Hey friend, today's episode is all about opening up the conversation around menopause. I really feel that on this podcast, we need to be talking more about women's health. There is not enough information out there for us as women about what's going on with our bodies. So today's episode, because last week was World Menopause Day, we're going to be talking about the symptoms of the menopause and some of the lifestyle changes that we can make to ease some of those symptoms. So grab that cup of coffee, get that cup of tea, get comfy on the sofa or even pop your earbuds in and go and take the dog for a walk. Let's open up the conversation around menopause. We are all friends here. Now don't forget if you are struggling with this and you just want somebody to talk to, my inbox is always open. You can find the link to my email in the show notes or you can come and find me over on Instagram at fitproductivemum, spelled M-U-M. I'd love to chat with you, jump into my DMs, and yeah, let's open up the conversation around menopause. Welcome to the Productive Mum Podcast. I'm SJ, mum, former teacher, cycling fanatic, fitness coach, life coach, nutrition coach, and lover of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with and you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3pm every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. Okay, friend, let's talk menopause because to be quite honest with you like so many issues when it comes to women's health menopause is not spoken about and last week if you're listening to this in October was world menopause day and I am obviously not a health professional a medical professional but I do read about menopause I have got some friends who are real advocates for menopause, changing the dialogue around women's health and I felt it was really important that we actually had a conversation on this podcast and we opened up the conversation around menopause because we shouldn't be ashamed of talking about it. Like this is a normal thing that our bodies go through as we age in the same way as we talk about cycle syncing and periods on this podcast. I think we need to talk about this as well. So that is why we are talking menopause today. So we are going to be thinking about the symptoms and the signs of menopause and then also some of the things that we can do to support our bodies. And I will say that I'm literally going to be scratching the surface with this. And if you are really struggling and you really feel that having listened to this podcast that you need to get some real medical advice, I highly recommend it. There are an awful lot of people who do really dig into the menopause as a subject on its own. If you scroll down to one of the very first episodes in this podcast and you're probably going to have to go a really long way so I will link it in the show notes and one of my very first guests on this podcast was my lovely friend Gail who is a personal trainer but she's also a huge menopause advocate 
and she shared her story with perimenopause and menopause and I will link that episode in the show notes for you so that you can go back and listen to that and that was back in the days with the very very early days of this podcast when it had a completely different name um but go and check and listen to that episode and I am actually going to try and get Gail back on the podcast so that we can have that conversation again so let's talk about the menopause and the reason I'm actually wanted to sort of dig into this with you as well was obviously it was well menopause day last week but also because it's something that I'm actually personally becoming more aware of as I'm getting older so you might not know this but I am in my 40s now And around my 40th birthday, I really started to notice some of the things in my body changing. And the key one for me, and I'm going to dig into the symptoms a little bit more, was the change in my body composition and my weight. And that was a huge sort of like alarm for me because I hadn't changed anything I was still working out in the same way I was still eating like the food in the same way but my body was gaining weight and that was when I started to really think about okay right I'm in my 40s now this potentially is something that is on the horizon I need to open my eyes and I need to educate myself around this and this is ultimately what is important for us as women is to educate ourselves around these topics around women's health and the changes that our bodies are going to go through because we need this information like nobody else is going to tell us um it's important that we know this so that we can get ourselves like I don't want to say prepared because it sounds like a bad thing but I always feel that if you're informed you ultimately are empowered okay let's start with symptoms now it's important to note that the word menopause is actually what we use to describe when our bodies we say that we are in the menopause or we are menopausal Um, we use that word to describe when our bodies have not had a period for a year. So prior to that, actually what we are experiencing and the way that people describe it is perimenopause. Now, symptoms of perimenopause, and this can lead, like perimenopause can last for years and years. And you might notice some of these things sort of coming all at once, or they might be like little things that you notice and small changes that you notice over a period of time. And perimenopause can last for sort of five, six, seven years. And it is at that point where your body where you stop having a period and you haven't had a period for 12 months, that is when you are in the menopause. So perimenopause, first of all, one of the key things that you might notice is a change to your periods. So you might notice that they are irregular, they might be shorter, they might be longer, they might be heavier, they might be lighter. And this is one of the reasons why we talk about cycle thinking so much on this podcast and why it's so important, because your period is a real key indicator of your body's health. Like your menstrual cycle is such a good indicator of how you are doing overall in your health, in in your general well-being. So if you're tracking your cycle and you know what is usual for you, like I do, then you are going to notice like changes and that is going to be a bit of a sort of a, a sign to you that potentially 
you're experiencing or you're going into perimenopause. So another symptom that you might experience are mood changes. And again, I keep coming back to this, but if you are tracking your cycle and you know that at certain times of the month, you're getting a little bit stressy and a bit edgy, perhaps in the lead up to your period, then you know that that's normal. But if you are experiencing mood changes or perhaps those moods are more heightened, perhaps you're feeling like really anxious or perhaps you're struggling with depression, then that can be a real sign that your hormones are changing. And ultimately what is happening is that hormone estrogen that is responsible for a lot of the this, our cycle is dropping our hormones are dropping and that's what is happening as we age so you might notice like changes in your mood perhaps you've got less energy and maybe one of the things that you might also experience is brain fog so this kind of like um you know sort of forgetting things walking into a room all the time and wondering why you're there I mean let's be honest like that's kind of part of mum life as well but just sort of being more forgetful finding it harder to concentrate on things um another symptom can be hot flushes and this is one that's quite like talked about quite a lot it's sort of like the the waking up in the night feeling hot feeling sweaty and the gain it's important to remember what is normal for you because as you are tracking your cycle, what you might find is that certain points in your cycle where you ovulate, your temperature rises. So if you are having like a hot flush around that point in your cycle, then that might actually be related to ovulation and not a symptom of perimenopause. So it's so important that you are tracking your cycle and there are so many ways that you can do that you can do that with a pen or paper you can use there like loads of apps if you're an iphone user there's the health app on your iphone there's so many different ways and means for you to track your cycle these days um okay so hot flushes problems with sleeping so you might find that you're waking up in the night with hot flushes Um, You might find it hard to get to sleep, not get to sleep. Um, And that's probably potentially as well for somebody who struggles with anxiety and depression. Again, this is something that you maybe sort of need to have on your radar. Like what is normal and what is different for you? Um, Finding it hard to sleep headaches and migraines as well um changes in hormones as your hormones are dropping can actually trigger more headaches more migraines and that can be a a symptom of perimenopause changes to body shape and weight gain and this goes back to what i was telling you about for for me personally like i hadn't changed anything like being a fitness coach I sort of have a regular workout schedule I have um you know I'm I'm not on a diet but I do eat very healthy and my workouts hadn't changed my diet and exercise hadn't changed but my body composition was changing and I was putting on weight like particularly across my tummy um which is an area that I haven't ever really sort of struggled with I've always been somebody that's put weight on on my hips and that was kind of like a key sort of indicator for me of like oh you know this is unusual what's going on here and that was what sort of got me thinking more about the menopause and perimenopause symptoms you might struggle with some heart palpitations 
again, because that's going to be linked to changes in hormones, and then also muscle aches and pains. So you might feel like a bit more achy than usual. I mean, honestly, like it sounds, it doesn't sound like much fun, does it? Um, but obviously, you're not necessarily going to get all of these things. They're not all going to come up once, but they're just signs and symptoms that you might want to be looking out for just to be aware that potentially as we get older, where well, I say potentially, as we get older, our hormones change, our bodies change, and this is normal, it is natural, but it's something that we need to be aware of. Now, I don't wanna kind of come at this with this whole kind of like doom and gloom, perimenopause is awful, you know, like we need to embrace the changes that happen in our body. And as women, I think we definitely have a rougher ride with this than men do you know, you think about, you know, when you were a young girl and you went through puberty and you got your periods. And then when you, if you have children, you know, all of the hormone changes that you have when you're pregnant, when you are a, when you're postpartum, all of these things. And, you know, we cope with it and we do get on with it as women. I think we're very, very good at doing that. But I think it's important to remember that perimenopause and menopause is is part of that process of our bodies changing and aging and it's completely normal. And it is something that we should be talking about. But again, I come back to this and I could get on my soapbox over and over and over again about this is that women's health is not something that's talked about. And I always joke because some people talk about um, like the, the comparison of, you know, if men went through the menopause, like we'd all know about it and there'd be a pill for it or there'd be some kind of solution in the way that there is Viagra because that is a male problem. And there really is a gap in the conversations, in the healthcare support that there is for women, because ultimately we still live in a very patriarchal, male-dominated world, which is why, for us as women, we have to empower ourselves, we need to get this information, we need to know about this stuff, and we need to know about it for ourselves, but also so that we can share it with the younger generations. And I don't just mean women. I really feel that the menopause, women's health is something that men need to know about as well. Because there is a link between menopause and the rise in divorce. And you can imagine, can't you? Like, you know, you're sort of like in your late 40s, early 50s, your hormones are changing, you're all over the place, you don't know why, and it's potentially going to cause like a lot of conflict in your relationship. And that's why there's, you know, it is one of the links between the menopause and divorce. So if we know what's going on, And we can have this dialogue with our partner and we can put strategies in place to support us and to support them, then, you know, we're going to be in a far better place when it comes to our relationships. Okay, so now we've got a bit of an idea of what some of these symptoms look like. We can start to think about some of the lifestyle changes that we might want to put in place to support our bodies as it is going through this transition. And... First up on my list, I have got rest. And you might be thinking, oh yeah, (laughs) like I wish that would be amazing. But rest really is important. And if you've been around here a while and you've listened to episodes on cycle thinking, we talk about the importance of our bodies like being able to have rest. 
And remember as Christians as well, like when God was creating the world, he rested on the seventh day on Sabbath. So in scripture, it's telling us that we need to rest. So we need to take that on board. We are not designed, God did not design us to be going 24 seven. We need to be mindful and we need to make time for rest. And rest for different people is gonna look very, very different. Like it might be sitting down on the sofa and watching some TV, or it might be going for a walk in the countryside. I mean, I know for me, I do struggle really hard to sit still and I do spend a lot of time at my desk. So a rest, a rest break for me is actually getting up and going for a walk with my dogs at lunchtime. Okay, number two is regular sleep. And again, this is something I talk about all the time on this podcast. I always talk about prioritizing sleep. We absolutely 100% prioritize our sleep in this household. And I really feel that you should too. Because if you are sleep deprived, everything else gets worse. (laughs) Like your stress, your anxiety, your brain fog, all of these things, your body needs sleep. It's an important part of resting. It's a chance for your body to heal, to recuperate. So you need to be prioritizing that. And if that means that you are missing out on social engagements, if you are not binge watching Netflix until 11 o'clock at night, if that is what your body needs, then you need to listen to it. And you need to prioritize that area of your health over those other things. And that really is a bit of tough love, my friend, but I cannot stress the importance of that. Okay, the next one, (laughs) no surprise over here, is a healthy diet. Yes, we know eating unprocessed foods, eating nutritious foods that are full of great macro and micronutrients are the best foods and the best way that we can support our body to do what it needs to do. And I know this is hard. And this is why recently I put together all of my resources to create the weight loss framework. And last episode, I was talking about this for you. But if you are struggling with your healthy diet, with with your diet, and you want a healthier diet, and you've tried all the diets, you've tried all the weight loss shakes and none of them seem to stick, and you're recognizing that perhaps you've got some symptoms of perimenopause, then please go and grab the weight loss framework. Because you're gonna get so many tools and resources within that bundle to help you to change your diet, the way that you lead your life to ultimately to create a healthier lifestyle for yourself. So within the weight loss framework, you get the weight loss framework online course, which takes you through goal setting. It takes you through figuring out what the action steps are that you need to take to hit that goal. And it also takes you through like time management systems as well. So I show you how to meal plan. I teach you how to be able to manage your time better. I teach you my hybrid planning method. I teach you time blocking all within that course. You also get access to the cycle syncing course as well, which is the course that teaches you how to work and how to manage your exercise, your nutrition, your to-do list alongside your body. So you're working with your hormones rather than against them. 
It also, within that bundle, you also get three hours of one-to-one coaching with me. So we can go through anything that you want to. If you've got a question around the right exercise, maybe you need some help with meal planning, maybe whatever it is that you need to help you achieve the goal that you have. And that goal doesn't have to be weight loss. It could be to gain weight. It could be to have better muscle composition like whatever your goal is you can still use the weight loss framework and so you get three hours of one-to-one coaching with me via zoom and then the other final thing that you do get as part of the bundle is the she rises planner and the planner is it's a daily planner that is where you're going to do your time blocking it's where you're going to write down your goal it's where you're going to write down your action steps it's where you're going to put in your action steps and the things that you need to take every and the things that you need to do sorry every single day to hit the goal that you have but it's also a daily devotional so that you're partnering all of this process with God so that you're not doing it on your own And you have got this three month planner that takes you through this process. So whatever your goal is, whether it's weight loss, whether it is healthy eating, whether it is um, increasing your muscle mass, or perhaps you want to address some of these perimenopause symptoms, that is ultimately the bundle that is going to help you to achieve success. So the link to that is in the show notes, go and grab it. I really want to help and support you through this process and just imagine what it could look like. Imagine how different you could feel, particularly if you are struggling with some of these symptoms. How different would your life feel if you took back control of your eating? If you knew the right exercises to do to support your body? If you knew the right foods to eat to support your hormones? Just imagine how you would feel in three months time if you took some action today. So I'm gonna get off my soapbox with that one, but definitely something to go and check out. Okay, let's go back to my list of lifestyle changes. So rest, regular sleep, healthy diet, calcium rich food, because one of the things unfortunately we do experience as we go through the menopause, as our hormones change, we do struggle with the risk of osteoporosis. So having lots of calcium rich food in your diet is important. Exercise. So again, going back to the weight loss framework, figuring out like what exercise you need to be doing. You can also get some advice and support from me on that. We can work out an exercise plan for you, figure out where you're going to do your exercise, what type of exercise you should or shouldn't be doing. And in particular, when it comes to perimenopause and menopause, you want to be thinking about weight training because we are at risk as our hormones drop of osteoporosis, which is why we need the calcium rich food. But weight training does reduce the risk of osteoporosis as well. So you want to be doing some kind of weight training that involves weight bearing for your legs. So think squats, think deadlifts, think, you know, like lifting um, dumbbells as you're doing squats, thinking about, oh my gosh, like there's so many different exercises that you can do that I could teach you that are based on like weight training and your legs, lunges, all sorts of things. Okay, the next one, it talks about relaxing, trying to reduce your levels of anxiety. So that could be incorporating like some meditation, some prayer, maybe doing some stretching, some Pilates, some yoga, those kind of movements, going for a nice gentle walk with your dog. 
And talking, like one of the ways to support yourself if you are experiencing this is to talk about it. And that's why I'm here, having this conversation with you. Because we shouldn't be ashamed about having these conversations. We I want to be the person who is opening their mouth and saying, look, women's health is important. We need to know this stuff. We need to empower ourselves with the knowledge for ourselves, but also for the future generations. And one of the things that I will finish with when it comes to lifestyle changes, things that you can do if, you're, if you need to support yourself, is of course to go and get advice from a medical professional. So here in the UK, that would first of all maybe be a GP or I don't know what, you know, where you are in the world, your health system might look very different. But I will add a caveat in this because I know from the work that I've seen my friend Gail doing and the menopause advocacy and the women that she works with, there still is a lack of knowledge around this from GPs. So for us as women, if you are going to your doctor, you might find that your doctor doesn't know enough about this. Or you might go there and talk about some of these symptoms and you might not get the reaction that you want. So if you feel that you're not being listened to, go and find somebody else to talk to. Go and find an expert. Go and get some expert knowledge. And I know that sometimes that is gonna mean that you might have to pay for it. And it might not be on the national health here in the UK, or it might not be part of your health your health insurance if you're in the US. But just think, like, it's so important that you are well. Like, you're the person that really runs the ship. You're the person who is you know, probably doing the majority of the childcare, you're running the ship at home, you're making sure that everybody is fit and well. And if you're not in a good place, the rest of your family are not going to be in a good place as well. So if that means that you are taking money out of your family budget to support your health, well, yeah, you need to do that. If that's what it takes for you to be sleeping, to be eating, to be in a really, really good place physically and mentally so that you can look after everybody else, then that absolutely should be a priority. And you should not feel that you cannot do that for yourself. And of course, like making those basic lifestyle changes are a really good place to start. Changing your diet, increasing your exercise, going and getting the weight loss framework and working through that and working through it with me, I will support you through that process. That is a really, really good place to start and a really good way of investing in your health because when mum's healthy, the rest of the family are healthy and it shouldn't be that way. Like it should not be all on you, but that's the reality of the circumstances that I know so many of us are in right now. Okay, friend. Now, I really hope that you found today's episode. And the biggest thing that you can do to help get the message out about menopause is actually to share this episode. Put it up in your stories. 
like so that your friends can see it because you might have a friend right now who is suffering in silence, who is perhaps struggling with some of these symptoms or feeling anxious or feeling depressed, but she doesn't know why and she's feeling cross with herself or maybe she's giving herself a hard time because she can't like seem to get her brain in gear and there's just so much brain fog, but she's not actually, she doesn't know what you know now that you've listened to this episode. So please go and put it up in your stories. Tag me on Instagram at fitproductivemum, M-U-M, so that I can see that you've tagged me. I love seeing you share these episodes and I know that this episode, you putting it up in your stories, is going to go a really long way to getting the word out about menopause and women's health like we need to come together we need to support each other you could share this in your stories and just one person could see it and that could make a huge change to her life and to her family's life and if she has that information and she passes that on can you imagine the way this is and could potentially grow so If there's one thing you could do for me today, that is definitely it. I hope you found this episode helpful, my friend. Please share it. Please leave me a five-star review over on iTunes as well because that really does help to boost the algorithm to get this podcast in front of more people. We truly are a global community and this podcast actually reaches 94 different countries the last time I counted. Like, how amazing is that? And that is down to you sharing these podcast episodes. So have an amazing day, my friend, and I look forward to catching you over in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.